Oh my god. Oh my god, what? Have you not heard? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Podcast! This is it. I'm your host, Tay. And I'm Tia, the better host. What'd you say? <laughs> you already know what it is. We've been new. You're streamed into the official It Girl podcast. Episode one. We've been new. We've been new. This is crazy. This is absurd. We have wanted to do this for a year now. On the dot, I'm ahead. And it's crazy that we've actually been able to finally get here. The journey. The journey. The journey to get here, however, has been something. First and foremost, thank you for doing this with me. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine doing it with anyone else. I got you, girl. Let me. We collectively are about to bless your ears. The way me and Tia snap on a daily basis, it needs to be documented. Getting here has been a journey and we've had to learn new skills and that involved creating artwork together. Yes. The artwork that we're using we made together. Mm-hmm. Um, finding out how to host a podcast. Mm-hmm. Finding out what equipment you need to make a podcast. It's been a lot. All these new codes we've had to learn. An RSS code. I was about to say. <laughs> I don't even know if you're saying it. It's right. from the army, bruv. Anyway, like, these are things that we just, you don't know unless you get into it. Mm. I cannot wait to show you what we have in store. You guys are not ready. But just know that We Been New is about to take over. Buckle your belt, bitch. I feel like we need to introduce ourselves a bit. We need to build a rapport with you guys. So me and Tia, when did we meet Tia? We knew of each other in year seven. But I think it was from year eight onwards we got to know each other in that sense of becoming friends. For sure. Now we've left school, finished sick form, finished college, you're in uni. Mm. We've clicked. And we've stood the test of time. A lot of the friends you make in secondary school do not stay friends for life. No. And I can honestly say, this girl, friend for life. I'm happy that we're doing this. Yeah. I'm so happy that we are doing this. 100%. Because they're really... Let me put emphasis on this. They're really... Isn't anyone better to do a podcast with than Tay? Because we vibe off of each other. Yeah. Off of your energy. Off of our energy. Off of our energy. As a whole, as a collective, it's just different. And let me also say that there is no one in the podcast world doing it like we are going to do it. There is no filters here, okay? We're taking you on the journey that we've been through in our early 20s. And it's an experience that a lot of people have in their early 20s. And things that don't get discussed, Mm -hmm. that need to be discussed. And that's why we're here. We are here to embarrass ourselves so you don't have to. Yeah, on the internet, never to be employed again. (laughs) It's absolutely fine. Ruining future job prospects. Speaking of journeys, (laughs) I feel like to get you guys warmed up to us, we should talk about an experience that we've had (sighs) that I think needs to be shared. (laughs) So obviously thinking about this podcast, thinking about episode one, we were like, what do we even talk about? I feel like a good introduction to us Mm. is our trip to Amsterdam. I feel like that's the key place Listen, to start. Listen, guys, if you're going to Amsterdam... No, 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 pause, pause, pause. We need to start from the beginning. Okay. Amsterdam, as a thought, <laughs> where did we... Where was this thought... <laughs> where was the thought of Amsterdam initiated? McDonald's. What's it? McDonald's. Over chicken nuggets and barbecue sauce. We decided we were going to Amsterdam. I don't even remember. No, yeah. It was over... Save us menu McDonald's, Yeah. Chit chat paddywhack, and then suddenly. <laughs> Chit chat paddywhack! <laughs> Next thing you know, on a plane. It was literally within, I think, two weeks. So we get home, book flights, book luggage, 
And it was a day after we finished our A-levels that we left. Literally a day after. Preface. What do you do in Amsterdam? Why do you go to Amsterdam to get zooted, okay? You no know one's going to Amsterdam to go look at scenery. Listen, you can lie and say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're keeping it real, real here. You can lie no, and say it's that. it's true, it's At true. At the tender age of 18, 17, 18, you're not going to look at... No, you're going to blaze the fuck up. You're going to blaze? Mm-hmm. I was 17. You were 18. Your brother was 18. Look, did you not have the time of your life? Did I not make a fake ID? <laughs> <laughs> was I not at home printing off zeros on my printer and sticking them over my 2001 don't date care. of birth? Guys, please don't go do that now no, just no, no, because no, no. Tay done it. Please don't. Well, We're not, not advising that. I'm not condoning that. No. We're just keeping it real. Anyway, we bought the flight. We get to Amsterdam and... Let me tell you, guys, when them doors open, whoosh, you're, you are blown off your feet with the smell of pure weed. At one point, I had to take my shoes off so I could feel my feet. And this was our first experience of like the real world, like going out at 17, 18. Yeah. To another country. Semi-grown. 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 And I think this trip it brought us so close together, it wasn't even funny. Like <laughs> <laughs> Do we First of all, hang on. We didn't stay at Amsterdam. Oh god. We couldn't afford Amsterdam hotels, so we stayed in Zandam. Okay. Zandam. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but Zandam is like a 40-minute tube. 40-minute tube to Amsterdam. And we stayed in a hotel. What hotel did we stay in? Budget. Budget. Ibis Budget. (laughs) Ibis Budget Hotel. Ibis Budget Hotel. It was given hostel. It very much so hostel. It was given very much Very much so. Very much. Very much. Here's a pillow. Here's a blanket. Now sleep. (laughs) No adapter. Oh, my God. The adapter. No European plug. So we finally arrive at this hotel now. And... It's been sold to us like it's... A dream. Literally a dream. We get in. Child. The smell of decay. (laughs) No. Because it's not funny. We were sold a dream. It smelt like... Death. (laughs) It smelt like five men were doing up... (laughs) Wanky banky. (laughs) Up in one room. Because let me tell you, that smell... That would have knocked you the fuck out. So we collect our key cards. We're on our way to the room now. We mm. open the room. What's the mm-hmm. first thing you noticed about the room? I remember thinking, why are the blinds that colour? Do you know what I remember thinking? <laughs> why is the shower see-through? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't have a problem with that, but really you don't see a see-through shower in a hotel. With a hole in it? With a peephole. With a peephole. In the shower. They knew their clientele. And it was not supposed to be 17-year-olds from Essex. It was supposed to be Miss Mia Khalif in the flesh. <laughs> it's not supposed to be 17 year olds from Essex and for proof of this the girl that came in after us with the full camera crew oh my god full camera crew full, full camera crew full guys. lighting everything everything you need to make a flick a chick flick but I feel like this ho- no I feel like this whole like amalgamation of just things that shouldn't have worked made the trip so good and that's why I think it's one of my fondest memories with you I will never, ever, in my whole entire existence, forget that weekend. Ever. I'll be telling it to my kids. It's ingrained in my memory. To my grandkids. It was awful. But so good. But the people made it good. But so good. You're streamed into the official It Girl podcast. Day Day one. one. Let me tell you about day one. So. Oh, God. We wake up around 12 o'clock and think, what are we going to do today? (laughs) What are we going to do today? <laughs> so many options. And the first thing that comes to my mind was 
sex carousel. Sex show. We're in Amsterdam and when in Amsterdam, why not? So when we're walking there, we're talking about what we think we're going to expect, okay? Like, what do you think is going to happen mm-hmm. when we get to this show? I'm 17. I can't stress this enough. I'm 17. <laughs> I'm 17 and a queer man. I have never seen the things I saw so close to my face. I can smell them. <laughs> stop, stop. So we get to this place. Tia was adamant she was not going in. Yeah, no, adamant not she for was me, not, going not for in. me at all. Me and her brother, George, were like, fuck it. So we go in. And when you get there, it's like, it's like a normal carousel, right? But in front of you, there's like a, a wall, like a door. And inside of it, there's like a little peephole that's got like a black seal over it. Is the only way I can describe it. So imagine a door in front of you as soon as you walk in and then a tiny peephole. And there's a rule that you can only go in with the two if you're a couple. So me and George had to pretend we were a couple. So we get inside of this booth, right? And it was five euros for two minutes. So we pop our little five euros in. And as you put it in, it goes ding. And then the blind, the little, the little like black thing lifts up so you can see through the peephole, right? Listen, no one told me that when the thing lifted up, I could see every other fucker as well. Listen. What? Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. What? So not only are you seeing two people in the middle of this room doing the birds and the bees, <laughs> but you're also seeing every single person around you watching. I was terrified. My face, if I could take a picture for a fly on the wall, I can just imagine me looking green. Then come to find out that this isn't just any old shebang. This is interactive. She came up to my screen, to me and George, and did a spread eagle, when I tell you her heel hit the ceiling. Perfect view. Full frontal. It's a bit too much for me. Tia, visceral reactions. Visceral reactions. Visceral reactions. Wow, okay, you pushed it. Okay. I was terrified. I feared for my life. You know when they say you meet your maker? This whole time they was inside doing the carousel, I was outside and I swear to God, I nearly got snatched. She was fighting her own battles. I I was well and truly fighting my own battles. I was on my phone waiting for these guys to come out and a guy had approached me. Strange, but okay. And somehow he knew that I was a tourist. Tell me why he starts grabbing up on my arm, telling me, come, come, come over here, let's go. Like, we're leaving the sco. And I literally went to him, get your arm the fuck off of me. And thankfully, at that time, my auntie and Tay walked out. So he was in scare- He was inside being scared by some meat flaps. <laughs> and I was outside being scared that I was never going to see my family again. Or sunlight. No, that was no. Like, on a real. It was really scary. I'm on a real, as much as we joke about it, that, that could have gone a very different way. Yeah, it could have. And If you didn't walk out at that moment... I do not think I would be here today. I just want to say that it's very important, especially for like younger people mm. that may or may not be listening. You think you're grown. At 17, you think Mm-mm. you're grown. Trust me, you are not. Mm-mm. And there are there's some scary shit that goes on in this world. So I think it's very important that, that you deep the things that you're doing, especially in a foreign country. Because we were not deep in anything that was no, happening. No, but then I don't think we were... Um... Sober-minded. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we were yeah. sober-minded. But um, anyway. Oh, my God. Do you remember when we was under the influence and we got on the back of one of those scooter <gasps> things and he was the blasting out music? Things. Oh, my God. The air that was brushing against my face. The I feeling have... I had, the vibration I had in my body. I have never in my life felt anything like it. I have footage of that still. 
Do you actually? I have footage of that on my phone. Send it to me right now. I literally have footage oh of that on my God. phone. Oh my God. That was so sick. I just remember literally just singing from the top of my lungs, not a care in the world, mm-hmm. sitting next to my best friend. It was amazing. Do you know the one other thing I think about as well? What? The train. The train. The train. Guys? No, pause, pause, pause. Are we talking about the same thing? We are talking about the same thing. Are you sure? The thing I have footage of. <laughs> okay. So what I tell you? There are some fine... I don't know how they're breeding them out there. <laughs> but the men in the Netherlands... Hmm. Mm. Mm. Really something. Really bussing. There was this one fine oh, man, I can't even put into words, who sat on the train opposite us. <laughs> yeah? Now, me, at this time, I look like a thumb. Like, the person you see before you today... <laughs> Took years to craft. <laughs> Meticulously crafted. Back then, it wasn't... I, mm, I looked interesting. Tea has always looked good. I'm not going to lie. Tea is mm, always... Not always. Lies. Tea mm-hmm. looks good. No, no, no. Lies. Tea looks good now and she looked good then. But me, not so much. So here I am, trying to do up eyes to this man. <laughs> <laughs> trying to do up batting eyelids to this man. And what does Tea do? I see... <laughs> camera emerged from behind her jacket because she wants footage. I had to get footage for the girls back home. He, he was fine. He was definitely a model or something. Wow. He was so cute. It wasn't even funny. And the guy at Starbucks. Okay, so also in Amsterdam, we had like an obsession with Starbucks. I don't even like Starbucks like that here. But while we were there, Starbucks was the go-to. I think it's because they have different things on the they, menu. Yeah, and their menu banged. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so we went to the Starbucks every single day that we were in Amsterdam. And on the very first day that we went there, I'm queuing up, tears behind me, everyone's there. And I approach the counter and in front of me... I'll never forget this in my life. There was this... I can't even begin to describe. Scrum diddly Scrum diddly This fine-ass black man, I literally... Creamed. In the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, like words cannot ex- describe this man. And anyway, so I'm sitting there thinking, please take my order. I want him. Please take my order. Please take my order. I approach the counter now, and he's the guy that's serving me. And he's like, what do you want? I can't remember what I got. Spit I, them words out, boy. Uh, I can't remember Frappuccino Moccasino. No, I can't remember. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And he's like, oh, what's your name? And I was like, Dante. At the time, I went by Dante. Okay. He's like, what's your name? I said, Dante. He said, how do I spell that? I said, however you want. <laughs> I said, however you want. He's, he looked at me, gave me this like half smirk. And he's like in the back, like laughing and like chattering. And people are looking at me like that he's working with. And I was like, fuck, this is awkward now. Do you know what I mean? It's awkward. Because like, what about... First of all, I don't even know if this man likes men. True. True. And it's just it's just awkward. Like, they're staring at me and laughing. So I take this coffee now. Well, he comes up to me with the coffee. As he hands me this coffee, our hands do this weird, like... He passed it to me, and then, like, my hand touched his hand. Mm. And then he, like, pushed my hand. Yeah. As, it was weird. I know exactly it was like, what you're on about. It was like... You know, like, when you, like, deep it and you think, was that an accident? He'd done that, that intentionally, was, it was 100%. An, it was not an accident. And then he, like, winked at me. I took my coffee and ran. I was so nervous. And I know that it wasn't just me because then when we got upstairs, you and your auntie were like, did you see the way that he was looking at you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> love that for you, though. I love that love for me. love that for you. But then what happened? The next day, I go in there to go and claim my man. He's not working today. But speaking of, like, 
romantic encounters and romance as a topic. I feel like now's the perfect time. <laughs> it's my time to shine, bitch. <laughs> so Tia, you've recently gone for a breakup. Indeed, I have. And I feel like you've needed this time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's changed a lot of you mm-hmm. as a person. And I don't think you've ever been more you than you are now, being completely honest. I'm not going to lie, guys. It was shit. Like, as you can imagine, you've been with someone for, I think at this point, it was nearly three years. So three years of speaking to someone every single hour of the day. Yeah. Sleeping over, seeing each other at the weekends, um, like doing all this stuff together, going on holiday together. You become like one person. You literally do. You melt into each other. Yeah. That's how I can describe it. But... I went through the breakup. It was shit. I was in bits, wasn't I? I was two weeks bedbound. When I say bedbound, I weren't getting up for shit. Mm. I was crying, literally crying myself to sleep. You know how it is. Like, girls, when you have that one breakup that really just kills you and yeah. cuts your throat. This was the one for me. But I do want to say... I think there's such a big misconception about breakups in the sense of it doesn't have to be so depressive because I thought that. And then when it happened, you you let them feelings out. Cry as much as you can mm. cry until you can't cry anymore. But for me, personally, the redirection I had from this breakup in the sense of I'm falling in love with myself again, like my old hobbies I'm getting into... Um, I'm just very centred right now. I'm finding myself... I've never been this comfortable in my own skin before. I always say this. You should love yourself as much as you can because ultimately no one's going to do it better. It's true. You are and one, it is true. You are you one. I love myself, but like not to the point where people go, oh yeah, you're vain. I love me for who I am as a person. I love that I'm caring. I, I like to give... Not give people things, but my friendship that I give out, the relationship that I give to other people, especially my closest friends, I can easily sit and say, I am a very good friend. I'm just, I'm just there. No, you if really you are. need me, I'm there straight away. I'll pick up the phone, mm-hmm. whatever. But the redirection I had from that breakup was my biggest blessing in my life so far, because now I'm me again. I'm, I'm finding myself as I go, but I've never felt more myself my entire life, if that makes sense. I love you. Do you know you. what I mean? I love you so much. But I feel great. I'm so happy now. I'm not going to lie. It was shit, as you can imagine. 100%. But you learn, you grow, you heal. The whole healing process, that's a different story. But, like, even waking up now, my routine is different. I'll wake up, I will say my daily affirmations. I Them daily affirmations. Listen. This morning, Dante. This morning Tate, I witnessed those daily affirmations. This morning, I witnessed those daily affirmations. And, and what did I do? She don't play when it comes to them. I don't play. She don't play. Roll them blinds up. Good morning, trees. Good morning, sky. Good morning, everyone. You're laughing. But it makes me feel better inside. Yeah. I'm not laughing at you. I feel like it's as much as it's not my thing, I'm not going to lie. Affirmations aren't my thing. Mm. But it works for you. Mm. And I've seen it change mm-hmm. who you are as a it's person. It's like, what? Last month, we spoke on the phone for the first time in a couple of weeks and you said, who are you? Yeah. Like. And that's some real shit. Like, we d- we hadn't spoken for, I'd say, mm-hmm. like a month. Yeah. I was flooded with work. Mm-hmm. You were flooded with what you were going through. Mm-hmm. And we kept in touch, but it yeah. wasn't like, we both needed 
time, time and space yeah. at that time at that in that particular moment. And I just remember getting on the phone to you <clears> after that like month and passed, and I was like, "Who?" I flourished. This? You really did. Like genuinely, you have come into your own. You're like a to not a new person, an improved version of who you already were. Mm-hmm. And all of this love that you're putting in yourself mm-hmm. shows, and it speaks volumes. Guys, every morning, really look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you are beautiful because that's what's done it for me. I physically sat and looked in a mirror telling myself I am worthy of this, I am worthy of that, I am this person, I'm going to better myself for myself. And that was a whole journey. Mm. It really, really was. And now looking back, if someone told me that I'd be doing this six months ago, I would laugh. Yeah. But this is... It's literally a whole new me, and I love that for myself. I love who I'm becoming, where I'm going in life, how happy I am with myself. Even on that topic of, like, new me's and becoming new people and trying new things, when we first wanted to do this podcast, I think a big fear of us was, like, what what are other people going to say about yeah. it? What, how is it going to be, re- like, how are people going to receive it? Do Can we even do this? Mm-hmm. Like are we the kind of people that can make a podcast and be successful? Mm-hmm. And then I think at the bottom line, it was like, it's like as much as success is something that we aim for, that's not... It's not necessary. It's not the be all and end all of it. We do it because we love it. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I know that we're going to enjoy doing. Yeah. And I think the change in mindset from then to now is that we don't care how it's received. Not at all. Because this is us. Mm-hmm. Like everything that we say... Raw in the flesh. Raw in the flesh, uncut and... Uncut. Oh, I don't want to say unedited because you guys. <laughs> little, little edit. A little there. thing has to be took out every now and then. But this is this is how we talk, talk. in in, in daily general, life. Every day. So take us as we are. This podcast is take us as we are. We are very much so the kind of people that do not care what other people have to say about Al- us. Yeah, already I think we were both very confident people. Yeah. But it's a different step. Like, this is an extra step. Yeah. You can be a confident person in your private life. Mm-hmm. But this isn't just private life. You're really putting yourself out this there. This is putting yourself out there. Yeah. People you don't know and don't know you in real life have no context to you mm-hmm. and now watching what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Like, at least people that we know that would watch this will say, oh, I get where they're coming from yeah. with that. Or I've seen this in their experience. But some people would have, like no connection with us whatsoever and they're listening to this podcast this is take me as i am this is first impression and only impression and i think that as scary as it i think it was for us a year ago is the most liberating thing now you either love it or you hate it and that's what it is there's no in between unfortunately take us as we are or leave and we've been new you gonna love it <laughs> we've been new <laughs> i feel like in our generation a lot of people are nervous about starting new things mm-hmm. and my advice to that I think the the average advice is to just do it. Yeah? To just leap out there, leap of faith and do it. I disagree. I disagree. I feel like doing something prematurely before you work on yourself and mm-hmm. understand where you're going to go with it and why you want to do it is just as bad as not doing it at all. That's facts. Because if you have concerns about something, I never think you should just jump in and not address the concerns that you mm. have. If you feel as though, oh, am I the kind of right person that's going to be able to do this? Can I put the time in? How are people going to see it? I feel like it's time for you to reflect on why you feel that way, yeah. first of all. Dissect, why do I care about what people think about this? Why do I feel inadequate? Why do I not feel like I'm able to do that? And I think that's why it took us so long to finally get here, because we needed to do the groundwork before we put out something well, that we're proud of. Look, here we are. And here we are. And here we are. And here we are. In my journey as a, as a person, going from like being 
in the closet being very scared of myself as a as a person to then having to like accept who I am but then not just do that accept how I want to present myself except that it's not within society's norms and mm-hmm. people are going to look at me in a certain way um I think that was like very important for me and the the thing that allowed me to be able to begin to express myself as like who I am is that the people that are judging me it's unfortunate for them it's not unfortunate for me look where they are now it's unfortunate for them I feel like we should give you guys a brief overview of how we're going to run this podcast this is a nice little intro session just a little intro get to know us but the kind of things that I think that we're going to be putting into this podcast are Fun. There's a there's a lot to there's come. There's a lot of there's fun. a lot to come. But it's not just going to be fun. We are going to be touching the heartstrings, guys. You're going to be touching the heartstrings. Uh, mm, I'm a listen. Look, I'm a good time girl, eh? I'm here for the laughs, for the fun. And yeah, I'll get deep sometimes. But I feel like you have a lot more to offer in the sense of. Oh yeah, God, I could go on for days. Tia is a lovely little motivational girl. I am. I can be motivational, but don't take it as in. It's just going to be depressing stuff or it's just going to be fun stuff. It's a mixture of everything. Because it's a mixture of us. It's a mixture of us. We've been through a lot. As a whole, me and Tay, we have been through a lot. Too much. Too much, in my opinion and in your opinion. We've been thinking of some really cool things to include. <laughs> um, give them, like, What's a little taste here? Should we do the one we are most excited about? The jail or bail. The jail or bail. The jail or bail. Okay, so we had this idea that... <laughs> <laughs> we have this idea that in every podcast, hopefully, we will give our listeners a chance to write in anonymously about the antics that they're doing in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. And then me and Tia, holier than thou, <laughs> will tell you... Jail or bail. Some real home truths. For example... If you come in and you're telling me I cheated on my wife for five years with her sister, jail. No chance of parole. No chance. Lock the doors. Death penalty. But the whole point of this is to give like home truths to people and just give our advice and shit. So like, for example, you find out that your boyfriend's been cheating on you for five years Ooh. and you're thinking about taking him back. Stretch. Some people would really take them back. Oh yeah, but then people... We're here to slap the shit out of you. Yeah, indeed. And tell you that you're stupid. Whereas... If, for example, you suspect that your boyfriend's cheating on you with no hard evidence... We're here to advise how to get that evidence. Correct. <laughs> how to, how to <laughs> how unlock to the face ID. How to unlock the face ID. How to use that little, you know, that little AirPod thing. Oh you put the AirPod God. in the room and you put yes, that up one yes, in your yes. ear. You can hear what they, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Mm. I have actually done that before yeah, to me see too. if someone was slagging me off. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we've all been there. So, another segment I think that we wanted to add was what music we've been listening to music is a big part of both of our lives I'm a professional dancer and Tia is a professional karaoke singer (laughs) facts though specifically in the shower yep but um and waking me up in the mornings this morning anyway Mm -hmm. but I think another thing that we wanted to add was like the music that we've been listening to at the moment the soundtrack to our life at the moment and the artists that have just really hit home in a chokehold literally got you in a chokehold not letting you out strangling you to death and that brings us to the next section of this podcast so Tia who has been hitting it home for you in the music industry at the moment hitting it home always all like I can't put enough emphasis on this since day I think since maybe 2015 2016 Mm. I've been listening to this person the diss tracks that come out on SoundCloud that you can no longer 
see or hear or find anywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back to the diss track days. Okay. So you know I'm an OG anyway. <laughs> but, like, I think even as I grow older and go through different stages of life, feeling all these different things, this person is always going to hit it for me. And she's sensational. She's an icon. She's just... She's everything literally just melts me inside and out. Come on, girl. Who is it? It's Kehlani. Hey! It's Kehlani. Woo! Tia has been obsessed with Kehlani since... When I tell you, the obsession is real. Do you know what it is, though? I think her music, it literally is her little journal. So everything she's gone through in life Mm -hmm. or the friendships that she's no longer occupying anymore, the relationships that she's gone into or come out of or her reaching a a new point in her life where she's felt she's had to document and sing about or just write about that's eventually come into a song. Like, her progression as a person, just mental health-wise, growing, getting older, experiencing these new feelings and things in life, they've all gone into her music. She's done that from her heart. That's where I'm at, like... Growing up, going through these different things, coming out of a relationship, going into a relationship, that's what makes it for me. Because I'm going through that. See, I think this is really interesting because when I think of Kalani, I think of like, I need a gangster. Like, I think of like, do you know what I mean? I think of like, pussy popping. But you think of like... But I've been there since day one. I've been able to see her progression from even the mixtape. We're starting at the mixtapes. Yeah. The mixtapes on SoundCloud to her first album drop-in to her latest album drop-in, between them, you can really see the shift that has happened. But yeah, that's what I've got to say. I could just go on for days, but let's get on to uh, Tay's mindset on what artist is really doing it for him right now. Really doing it for me. Do you know what? Because this is the first the first podcast, I feel like you went in with the person that I think has been the soundtrack to your life my life and continuing life and if we're going on who's the soundtrack to my life listen there's only one woman that occupies that space <laughs> i know who's coming bitch there's only one woman that, that occupies that space little me 16 year old me stumbles across an album that absolutely rocked my shit okay had me weeping in bed uh, but also walking down the road like I was the baddest bitch that I'd ever seen. <laughs> um, gave me so much confidence, I can't even describe. And yeah, I feel like it was a major, major factor in me becoming a more confident person. I have two tattoos dedicated to this artist, which some may say is crazy, but I say, is you a real fan or not? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the artist that has me in a chokehold now and forever is Miss Lana Del Rey. I cannot even begin to describe, okay, from like you were into Kalani, Kalani from like soundtrack, um, SoundCloud era. Yeah. I have an iPod Nano. I, Not the it, iPod. Listen. Not the iPod. Listen, throw it back to the iPod Nano, the little square thing, yeah? Every single unreleased song that woman has ever made is on that iPod. I'm talking about Elizabeth Waldridge Grant. Not Lana Del Rey. I'm talking about Elizabeth Waldridge Grant. Miss Lizzie Grant. <laughs> yeah? Big up Lizzie. Big up Lizzie. Big up Lizzie. Miss, Miss Sweet Serial Killer. My wedding song is Yes to Heaven. And I know that she is 
controversial figure sometimes. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes. She's a controversial figure sometimes. She does some stupid shit. And I feel like... Doesn't everyone? No, she does some stupid shit. Okay, okay? I acknowledge the fact that she does some stupid shit. But for me, she holds this place in my heart and my soul because of when I discovered her, how I was when I discovered her and how I am now. Like, we will always be. I love that for you. We will always be. I love that for you. So, yeah. It's almost like you can find in that person. Also, Do you know what I mean? Listen, the new album, Miss Lana, the new album. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Lana, listen, where are we going with these song titles? Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard is the album? Right. Did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? Okay. Does that sound like an album to you? No. That's like a fucking sentence. <laughs> and then the next... Hang on. She's got the longest track in any album she's ever made. The song title is Grandfather, Please Stand on the Shoulders of My Father While He's Deep Sea Fishing. Song title. Respectfully, what the fuck? I don't need to be reading a paragraph to Alexa. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Alexa, play Grandfather, Please Stand on the Shoulders of My Father While He's Deep Sea Fishing by Lana Del Rey. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> there she goes. You set her off. We're keeping that in. <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you haven't dove into the discography of Lana Del Rey or... Kehlani. It's a must. You heard it here first on We, we Been New. The time now is 11.30pm. So We need I to think, edit and get the fuck to bed. I think that's time for a wrap on the first yeah. episode. Nothing else to talk about. Oh, fucking hell. I'm talked out. I'm talked out. I've got lip fatigue. <laughs> Can't speak I need to more. Just go rest my lips. <laughs> Make sure you guys are staying tuned because there is plenty more to gum. We're going to be just. Dis- I said gum. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Make sure you guys are staying tuned because there's plenty more to come. We're going to be talking all things sex, relationships, mental health, music, friendship, fashion, celebrity culture, and much more. Only here on We've We Been, Been New. This.